Our second reading today comes from the end of Matthew's gospel, the 24th chapter, the 36th verse, and then continuing with verses 42 to 44. Let us continue listening now for a word from God. Jesus speaking says, But about that day or hour no one knows, not even the angels in heaven nor the Son, but only the Father. Therefore, Jesus says, Keep watch. Because you do not know on what day your Lord will come. But understand this, if the owner of the house had known at what time of night the thief was coming, he would have kept watch and would not have let his house be broken into. So you also must be ready because the Son of Man will come at an hour when you do not expect him. Friends, this too is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Today's sermon is titled, The View from on Top of Your Toes. Let us pray. Good and gracious God, if it's on our tippy toes or if we just crane our necks, we pray that you will give us a new perspective this day. We pray that through the work of your spirit, you will open to us new understanding. You will guide us in in a new direction. You will deepen us in our walk with you. Oh God, we pray these things that you will work through the the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts because we know that with you and you alone they are possible for you are our rock and our redeemer. Amen. So when you have a moment for stewardship, a lighting of the Advent wreath, a baptism and communion all in the same service, you don't preach for too long. (laughs) And so I want to just talk briefly in this time about this season that we are beginning, this season called Advent. Advent's kind of a hard season for the modern church. And the reason I say that is because Advent strikes such a counter-cultural stance, right? If we come to church today uh, expecting to hear and see many of the same things perhaps we are hearing and seeing in our homes this December or certainly out in the shopping malls and out in the culture around us, if we're expecting to come to church and hear a little Mary and a little Joseph to sing a little Christmas music to talk about that little babe in the manger, then we are often disappointed. We're disappointed because we come and we hear instead hymns like our opening hymn this morning, Let All Mortal Flesh Keep Silence, which is a lovely hymn, but it's not exactly one that often makes it to the top of our Christmas playlist or one that we find ourselves caroling our neighbors with on their doorstep. We come and we hear stories this day not about Mary and Joseph but this passage from Matthew 24 which in my Bible is listed under the subheading uh, the destruction of the temple and signs of the end times. Right, We come expecting perhaps to have some Charlie Brown Christmas in church and instead the church prescribes for us a very different 
set of stories, a very different set of songs, a very different set of themes. Why is that, I wonder? I mulled that question over this week, and the best answer I could come up with is this. The church strikes this countercultural stance in this season we call Advent because the church knows that there is something more important than the birth of Jesus. The church knows that there is something more important than the birth of Jesus. I mentioned at the beginning of our worship the joint Sunday school class we're teaching. Today we began with the Gospel of Mark, and in that class I mentioned one of the, the lines that a mentor of mine used to describe Advent a few years ago. He said, Advent is this time when we stand on our tippy toes or we crane our necks and look over the head of Christmas. It's this time when we prepare not for the coming of the baby Jesus, but when we look instead for that day when the resurrected Jesus will return. It's this time for, as Jesus puts it in that reading from Matthew, it's this time for keeping watch. Keeping watch for that day when God's work will be complete. That day when the world will finally be set right. I want to be clear, too. I'm not up here trying to poo-poo on our Christmas, right? I showed in that Sunday school class all the stuff that's already out in my house. I'm not one for Lifetime movies like I know some of you all are here. Uh, but I'm also uh, game for the Amy Grant Christmas album just about any day of the month of December, right? Anyone else? No? That's a good one. So I'm not here to try and frown down on, on this season that we all know and love leading up to Christmas, but I am here to ask that question of what is there to celebrate about a babe in a manger without the resurrection? Right, I was writing that question down in my manuscript as I prepared on Friday for this sermon that question of why does the church prescribe these sort of oddball themes and, and music and, and stories. And, and I went to check the, the news right after I wrote it down, and there was a breaking story out of London. Right, even in all the festivity of this month, none of us, none of us can escape the fact that we wake each day into a world in turmoil, a world steeped in violence. Right, No amount of festivity can erase the fact that there are some here and certainly many in our world who wake each day and go to jobs that they despise. None of us can change the fact with any amount of Christmas songs or Christmas movies, the fact that many of us wake each day with this heavy weight of grief hanging on our hearts. The fact that many of us go through the line and we swipe for each new purchase and yet inside we are feeling the weight of that debt piling up more and more. Right? No matter how much we might try to ignore it, the world, the world is still not right. But Advent, 
Advent, this time when we stand on our tippy toes and we look over the head of Christmas, Advent reminds us that though that may be true, it is not the whole story. Advent reminds us to keep watch, to expect the unexpected because God is coming. And guess what? God is already here. God is here. Anyone else follow that story that sort of hit the news again last week of that grandmother in Arizona? She texted who she thought was her grandson about four years ago now, inviting him to Thanksgiving dinner. But it turns out it wasn't his grandmother, and he was quite confused. And when she sent a picture of herself to him, he said, lady, you're not my grandmother. (laughs) Anyone else read this story? And she invited him to dinner anyways. And for four Thanksgivings now, this young man and now his partner, they come to this woman and her family's home for Thanksgiving every year. That's, That's an Advent story. That's the story of two people standing on tiptoes, letting a mistake turn into grace. Two people who expected the unexpected, who were keeping watch. That's a story of God setting the world right again, one text and one person at a time. Advent is this season when we remind ourselves that those stories are all around us, right? the child whispering in our ear. It's it's the unexpected, unlikely friendship. It's the news story that, that first breaks your heart and then calls you to action. Those are Advent stories. Even as I was writing this, I was looking at a picture just left of my desk in my office. It's a picture of my grandmother who I loved dearly. She passed away about two years ago, and in this picture, hooked up to oxygen, she's holding our youngest, who you may have heard earlier in worship singing over there, Jack, as an infant. I look at that picture, and I've always loved that picture, but as I thought about this Advent season, as I stood on tiptoes for the first time, I saw something else in that picture, and the look of this this dying woman with an infant in her arm. I saw a moment where the kingdom of God broke through, right? These moments, they're they're all around us, all the time. And the challenge for us, the challenge is to keep watch. To keep watch not just for the baby Jesus, not just for the best deals, not just for the party invites, but for the coming kingdom. Because Advent is this season that reminds us that the kingdom of God, it doesn't just show up one day a year in the manger and then get packed away for 364 more days. Advent reminds us that that babe in the manger became that man on the cross. And that man on the cross was laid in a tomb and that tomb is empty. Advent is this season for remembering the empty tomb for remembering that the kingdom of God is breaking in even now. You don't have to buy it. You don't have to work for it. You don't have to unwrap it. Perhaps better news, you don't have to wrap it either. 
You don't have to go searching for it. All you have to do is keep watch. Friends, in this Advent season, may we keep watch.